earlier this week, I picked up the ridiculously good value for money itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality, a bundle of over 1,000 games currently available for as little as a $5 charitable donation. The bundle contains everything from recently released capitalism-destroying beat-em-up to Nightly Riot, to a series of much smaller and more experimental indie titles. Now, the bundle has so many games that many people have found it a little daunting to dig in and find out which ones are actually any good, so I'm spending the next few weeks trying out as many games from the bundle as I can to try and give recommendations of small, interesting games you might not have heard of. Extreme Meat Punks Forever is, at its core, a mix between a visual novel and a top-down, character-based brawler. The game is set in a world that's a mix between Mad Max's Wasteland if you layered on a little bit of Welcome to Night Vale's supernatural surrealism and dropped in a bunch of fleshy meat necks. The world still has the expected trappings of modern society, there's still gas stations and bars and churches, but there's also huge deserted wastelands outside the city limits, eldritch abominations and cults that worship the very sun itself. One of the first things that really caught my attention about Extreme Meat Punks Forever is the diverse cast and how they interact with the game's core setting. Put simply, this game's inciting incident is that a group containing various sexualities, disabilities, gender statuses and racial backgrounds fight off a fascist in self-defence, who turns out to be the son of a cop. The game doesn't flinch away at all from the fact that, for this group of people, drawing the ire of a fascist-affiliated cop is going to play out badly for them, which quickly pushes the group together and kicks off their adventure. From Sam, who is dealing with life in a small town and is only friend leaving, to Cass and her reluctance to feel, Brad's excited obsession and need to be respected, to Liana and her low self-esteem, the cast of characters are all really well written and have really interesting interactions with each other over the three to four hours spent playing through the game. For a game that's about punks fighting off fascists, it was really refreshing to be able to play as a cast of characters that actually felt like they might have a good reason to rebel against the establishment and not simply trust those in power to do what's best and right for them. It's punk, and not just in aesthetic, but in its unwavering desire to tell fascists to fuck off and to use force if necessary to fight back when threatened. In between visual novel segments, the game frequently throws the player into top-down brawling sections, where the characters pile up mechs made out of raw, unforgiving organic components. These mechs are not clean and polished, they're almost animalistic, with a little life of their own. Characters hook into them, connecting to all the nerves and neurons of the mech itself in order to viciously fight off Nazis by punching their mechs over and over. This game's interpretation of mechs as something almost uncontrollable, that amplifies emotion and has to be fought into submission is really engaging, and something I would love to see explored in greater depth in a future sequel. Now, I won't deny, the mech combat sections of this game are rough around the edges, and initially were a bit of a turn-off for me with this game. Players move around with the WASD keys, aim their mech punches with the mouse pointer, left-click for standard attacks, and right-click for their character's specific special moves. The game doesn't place any pointer around the primary mech to highlight where it's about to aim a punch, so you have to make sure not to lose track of your mouse pointer, but with a little practice this is manageable. Additionally, fights in the game are generally won by knocking enemy mechs out of the ring, or off a cliff, which 
which is fine in later portions of the game where most environments have multiple open sides to knock enemies into, but not great early on when environments only have one side open that an enemy can be knocked off for the win. I feel like the developers perhaps wanted to limit knockout areas to help the player early on not lose too many fights, but more often than not it caused early fights to devolve into having to lead enemies repeatedly away from walls, try and get in behind them, just to start pushing them the correct direction. If an enemy's in a corner, you're just going to hit them more into that corner unless you can coax them out and get behind them, which isn't always fun. As much as I have complaints about the combat early on, by the latter half of the game I was actually having a really good time with the combat. The mechs play noticeably differently from each other, from one that can teleport to one where you have to make use of speed boosts to cause big damage, to all or nothing smashes that leave you vulnerable, and characters that get stronger the more they're hit. Each mech has its own rhythm to combat, and once those started to click, these segments really added something cool to the game. If the combat ever gets frustrating, you can skip any combat encounter after your first loss, but I recommend sticking with it. The combat system has a lot to offer if you persevere a little with it. At the very least, once environments open up more, return to trying fights if you've given up on them early on. While Extreme Meat Punks Forever is a fairly short game, it manages to tackle a lot of emotionally raw, complex ground, as well as find space for joy, adventure and hope. Each of its characters' unique backgrounds are explored in ways that feel natural in a story about rebelling against fascists using violence, and several plot points that are brought up early on are reflected in new light by the end of the game. Anytime the game is going to take a tonal shift towards something dark or tough to experience, the game does a great job of gently letting you know that that's coming, without spoiling the entire scene, in order to help players make informed choices about how and when to tackle its more challenging material. The game ends on a clear cliffhanger for a sequel which is currently in the works, and I honestly can't wait for it. Everything about the way the wider world has been set up has me fascinated, and I can't wait to dig in deeper. If you're in the mood for a wonderfully creative, queer visual novel, with mech combat that's a little rough around the edges, as well as a good dose of anti-Nazi energy, Extreme Meat Punks Forever is well worth checking out. It's a creative and exciting game well worth seeing through to its end.